Hello, and welcome to another episode of One Controller Port Podcast. I am yet again your host, Benjamin Yoder, and as as with the last show, we talked about E3 before E3 happened, uh, and now we're talking about E3 after, after E3 has happened, because the last day of the show was today, or technically yesterday, because it's, uh... Past past the time of midnight in in my my time region of where I live. So so yes, you just heard a track from Blue Steer, a pretty cool pretty cool game for the Dreamcast. Yeah, Blue Singer's awesome, and it's it's yeah, it's Blue Singer. So, uh, so again, it's going to be a bit of a longer show this time around. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and just get straight into E3 and tell you guys, I guess, what I thought about it, my kind of analysis of each, each one. So, so starting off, we had, uh, Microsoft, and honestly... I don't think anyone was expecting all that much from them this year because the last few shows they they've been doing rather average. You know they've proved that they don't need exclusive software to to sell their console, uh, at least exclusive like sing like uh, individual software. You know they they always go out of their way to get you know Modern Warfare, uh, Call of Duty DLC and stuff like that before uh, Sony can uh can get it or even on the PC side um so yeah but so they show they opened with a Halo 4 which which looked all right visually it looks great but as a shooter I I didn't think much about it apparently a lot of people think that it doesn't look like a Halo game in terms of gameplay so far it looks like a Halo game to me so I don't know but, uh, yeah, it looked alright. Uh, probably the most interesting thing is that there's a guy who, like, like, magnetizes your grenades and fires them back at you. Uh, they, they showed a teaser trailer for Gears of War Judgment, and then I saw some gameplay during, during the actual, uh, you know, E3 time. And, uh, it looked alright. It looked like Gears of War. And then that's pretty much it. Uh, they... They didn't really talk that much about software. They showed some indie stuff, like downloadable stuff. Not indie, but downloadable stuff. And uh, I don't think any of it looked particularly interesting. But at the same time, they didn't really show any kind of gameplay for two of them. Um, they had third-party stuff, but it's third-party third stuff. Uh, Tomb Raider was the only one that I can think of that was unique to their conference. Uh, and it it looked alright. Uh, people are apparently saying it looks a lot like Uncharted. I haven't played Uncharted myself to really say. Uh, but it looks alright. Uh, I'm interested, but I I like I like what I see a lot better than what I saw last year. Where last year was all quick time events. This year, you know, you do actually see the gameplay. You do see gunplay. You do see see platforming uh, stuff like that. Um, the only other thing I could think of that Microsoft really stepped out of their way in terms of gaming you know they have a bunch of media stuff and even this is borderline you know i think in my opinion the uh this is more focused on media and this is the uh this i think it's called the smart smart window crap i forgot to even look it up but um oh okay it's called the uh the smart glass uh i'll edit out the time it took me to look that up and um 
And that looked interesting, The and it did very much look like a kind of a solution to Wii U, or at least a option for developers to say, hey, I can, you know... You know, it's basically to say, you know, if, if Nintendo gets this advantage, they can say, look, we got this tablet here. And and that's great, um, but unlike Nintendo's, it it's not integrated in the controller itself. So I'm not sure how well that will be used. Uh, you know, you have all these varying factors of tablets, different types of performances, different OSs, all that stuff. And I'm sure they'll get the big ones like iOS and like the biggest Android ones. Uh, but it is kind of questionable, like, what exactly you know people will be able to do with it that and you don't have it connected to controller uh so you can't really use you know physical controls while you're using that touch screen like you can with the nintendo ds or with other things uh or i think it's is it the razor i think that has a touch screen too uh that's an actual tablet though uh and so I thought it was interesting, and I think from a media perspective, it's going to be more interesting. I think it's better than controlling your Xbox 360 with a uh, than with Kinect. Um, you know, is it better than controlling it with the controller? I don't know, uh, because, you know, obviously I don't mind using a controller, but, you know, a lot of other people do. So, so that's Microsoft. Uh, I, I would say it's actually... It was a satisfactory show for them. Uh, I think they they showed off pretty much everything people expected them to, and uh, I don't think they. I think that's what they were really intending. You know, they they focus on media stuff now when it comes to the uh, E3 conferences and as a platform uh, holder themselves. So then after that was EA, uh, which. I wasn't really into, uh, they shoot off Dead Space 3, uh, and it, I forgot how I talked about le- the last show, uh, my, my time with Dead Space, but I, I wasn't particularly fond of it, and, uh, and this one looks to just be going further and further from the aspects I liked in Dead Space, uh, you know, now it's like co-op, you know, and this is a stage floor demo, but it was very action focused. So we'll have to see, you know, later on, you know, how they how they use uh, tension. Still, you know, how can how can they create this tension while in co-op? And if you do single player, you know how how uh, it relates to uh, you and your environment. Um, they showed Medal of Honor. I forgot the sub name. Medal of Duty Thirty Seven looks like a, a modern shooter. Uh, then they showed a bunch of sports games, which is expected from EA, and apparently they had a lot of interesting features, but they didn't show it on stage when it comes to sports. I'm not a sports fan, so I don't really know anything about that. So that was EA. Uh, EA was awful, <laughs> in my opinion. They didn't have a very good show, uh, and I was completely uninterested. Ubisoft I'm usually not interested in either. But this year, they pretty much blew it out of the water. A general consensus around everywhere is that Ubisoft had the best show. And I I would greatly agree, because not only did they show off content at other people's, you know, press conferences, they also uh, showed off some of the, uh, showed off a ton of content in their own press conference. And the actual presentation for Splinter Cell Blacklist at their conference wasn't as interesting, but the I forgot to mention just during the Microsoft one, but it's multi-platform, so. But uh, I liked uh, Splinter Cell Blacklist because it looks like it's still keeping the stealth element, but they're speeding it up, like, 
ridiculously fast. So it's not like, you know, you're taking out one guy at a time. You're taking out, like, rooms of guys at a time. But you're not going in just firing 50 billion bullets. You know, they show, you know, you run in and you only use, like, three or four bullets. And you also use, you know, your melee skills and stuff like that. The only concern I have about that is that it was on a stage demo. And, uh, you know how scripted all is all of that and you know what other op like how free form is it for each player is it a puzzle that you pretty much just got to solve to get through a room and you know is it worth doing it looks worth doing i don't think that's the problem i think it's just uh having enough variety in there because a lot of it seems like just kind of pointing and clicking on things and then telling sam fisher to kill them basically um but it looks really cool i haven't seen any uh some floor uh, floor demos, so I'll have to still look that up and see how I, uh, how other people, uh, approached it. Assassin's Creed 3 looks great, uh, you know, the problem I have with that franchise is that ever since the first one, it doesn't look like it's evolutionized in any way. Sure, it's gotten more polished, but nothing really changing. This one really seems to, you know, really change it. It's, in my opinion, it's very much embodies the idea with, like, with Splinter Cell, is that, uh, you have an improved experience. You know, you look at games like, uh, you know, the yearly releases of Call of Duty, although I would argue Black Ops 2 seems to be moving away from this, but, you know, the yearly release titles, and and they're not improvements, in my opinion. They're, like, basically $60 expansion packs with tweaks here and there. Um, but, yeah, so this game looks great. Uh, it keeps, you know, what looks like the, some of the best aspects of Assassin's Creed while taking them and implementing them in an entirely new way since you're in a completely different area. And then there's also, they still have towns and stuff and ports that you can go to. So those elements are there, but the, uh, but it, it really looks, uh, interesting. And it has some fantastic animations, uh, I think, I think the game visually, uh, in my opinion doesn't look so hot. I think parts of it does, but parts of it doesn't. Especially the character models other than, you know, the main assassin. They all look kind of off. Um, but yeah, but either ways, I mean, that, that game looks great and it, it makes me want to play Assassin's Creed even though I know I'm not going to be able to play through like all, I don't know, eight, five, five, five releases or so. I don't remember how many it is. Um, so yeah, uh, then they had Rayman Legends on the Wii U. Looks like Rayman Origins, you know, it was pretty much the same thing, but considering what they had already, I was like, oh yeah, that's that's fine. And they had some cool Wii U functionality in it, and I thought it was a multi-platform game, but I think it's a Wii U exclusive, so that's interesting. But uh, at least, you know, for I think they said their exclusive Wii U titles are staying for six months before they go to any other platform. Um, Zombie U... At first, looks generic, and for days I was like, you know, I really like the trailer for the game, but I don't the concept trailer, the one with uh, all the stills and stuff, and I really like that trailer. But as a game, I didn't think it's going to be very interesting. And I think if you look at the title, it looks really for fairly boring. You know, it's a zombie killing game, and I'm tired of you know zombie killing games. But it, it's really like I don't want to go into too much detail, but essentially, if you didn't get to read about the game, you uh. This is a Wii U exclusive right now, by the way, as well. Uh, you you only have... If you get bit, you're dead, basically. Even though you're not technically dead, but you're infected and there's nothing you can do. And so, once you're bit, that's the end of your life. Uh, and that character doesn't come back to life. Instead, you move on to play as a different survivalist. Uh, and then, 
as you're playing as that survivalist, you have the uh, you can go and hunt down your previous self who is now a zombie, kill them and take their backpack and get all your stuff back. And so the whole idea is that you know these guys aren't gonna survive. Uh, you're gonna have to just keep playing over and over again and uh, coming back to uh, to uh, oh crap oh god you're gonna have to keep playing it over and over again uh, not the same places necessarily but uh, you won't have every person live is the idea they said they want to have you know maybe, maybe by the end of the game you have one or two people that get out uh, alive and so, yeah, that looks really interesting. Uh, I saw another thing I saw was that uh, you, they had, if you're connected to the internet, uh, your friend, if they die as someone, they'll come as a zombie into your game. And so they didn't say anything specific about this, but their character had a backpack on in the trailer. So I wonder if you can kill them and then take uh, their equipment and stuff. That would be pretty cool, in my opinion. But again, they didn't confirm that. So Zombie U, it's, it's an interesting concept. And, uh, I think it's one of those games that, that unfortunately are going to get, it's a, it's a launch game for the Wii U, and it, the thing is, it's going to get rushed, and it's not going to get, you know, fully completed, uh, as much as we'd like to. So, that's really a shame that it is a launch title, but, uh, but we'll see. Hopefully, it turns out to be a quality title. They have been working on it for quite a while, uh, it used to be Killer Freaks from Outer Space. Uh, which I thought visually was a more interesting game, but it seems like people were kind of uh, split on it. Some people thought it was really too out there. Other people thought it was, you know, uh, really awesome. So I'm in the, I thought the uh, old style was better before, but, you know, uh, it is what it is now. It's a zombie game, and it has a nice twist to it. So I'll, I'll admit that, uh, you know, as generic as it does look, it's the Wii U title that I'm the most excited for because, well, we'll get to... Because why in Nintendo's Nintendo's conference when we get there, and then finally, uh, unless I'm missing anything else, Ubisoft ended with a Watchdog, and that game looked fantastic. It really, it kind of, it it kind of reminded me of Ghost in the Shell in a sense, not a, not like a hundred percent, but uh, just like because it's very much based around this guy who uh, is hacking and stuff and. It's really great. Just go watch the footage for Watchdog. It's one of those games that I can sit down and talk about it all day, but you really got to see it in action to see how cool it is. Uh, but yeah, so Watchdog was great, and Ubisoft really, really took the conference away. And it's unfortunate that they were the highest level of the conference. Uh, I, I think they were. Not only did they blow their own previous conferences out of the park, but they blew everyone out of the park this year. Uh, which, but we'll get to, uh, the rest of the people later, and so far, I think you can tell that, you know, they blew Microsoft and EA out, EA out of the water. So, that was Ubisoft. Alright, Sony. I would say Sony is the second best conference of E3, uh, and... That's really because of a few reasons, and they're all PS3 reasons. Uh, the Last of Us demo looks really cool, although I'm still not completely sold on it, but I do think The Last of Us was really a high point for the conference for most people, as well as God of War, although 
I saw God of War and was like, oh, look, it's the exact same God of War demo we see, like, every E3 when they announce this game because it, it looks like the exact same game. And so I think the multiplayer aspect of Ascension is interesting, but until we see something in single player that really, you know, is different, I, I'm not sold on the single player part because all we saw was hack and slash action and then, you know, how can we top ourselves this time with this, these gruesome actions. And so I just like, I was done with God of War tr uh, gameplay session before it even started. Um, then they had Beyond, which was, um, uh, it looks good. I haven't played Heavy Rain and, you know, I, I'm very much a character's person when it comes to story and uh, that the girl the main character girl rubbed me wrong in the trailer and so that completely killed it for me uh, you know I don't want to completely disregard it right out the gate or right out of the gate because you know we haven't seen much but that character kind of killed killed it for me and you know you have a story based game you know these characters are really the the selling point and so if I'm not interested in the characters then you know what's the point um so yeah, so really, other than that, they had Wonder Book, which was awful. I don't really know why they had it up there. It wasn't awful, but it, it didn't need to be there that long. It was like a 15-minute presentation. Uh, but really, th what the problem was, there were no PS Vita games. They showed Assassin's Creed Liberation, but that's a PSP, or not PSP, PS Vita, you know, spin-off of Assassin's Creed that's really piggybacking off Assassin's Creed 3. And the main concern I have about it is, one, Assassin's Creed spin-offs just haven't done well in the past, but at the same time, they've also been a different play style, and two that the game is coming out the exact same day as Assassin's Creed 3. And, you know, because they look like they're so similar between the two, it's kind of expected, but at the same time, I feel like they probably should more consider, you know, the development timeline for that game in specific to make sure that, you know, it's at the highest quality possible before they, you know, launch it rather than saying, well, we need to launch this now because we're launching Assassin's Creed 3. I think they I think they could benefit from waiting, you know, a few months uh, at least, not only from a, uh, a quality perspective, but uh, from the perspective of, you know, people who just got Assassin's Creed 3, I think they could take... Uh, take some time to get to Assassin's Creed 3 uh, Liberation. So yeah, and then they showed Black Ops 2 logo, and it was like, or not Black Ops 2 logo, uh, Black Ops Defiance logo for PlayStation Vita, and that really would have, if there was a great game under there, it would have been a uh, really, I think, a monumental moment for the PS Vita in that sense, but they didn't show any gameplay. Uh, we don't know who's developing it, we don't know any information, so that's a huge concern. Uh, and so I think it's great that Call of Duty's still coming, and you know, it, that's pretty much it. I think it's great Call of Duty's still coming, and uh, but you know, it's coming out this year. We don't have any information on it, and that's not a good thing. You know, we see, we see that's kind of stuff with games that generally aren't very good. That's not to say they're always not good. You know, like uh, we don't see any like, especially with like Call of Duty with the uh, Wii and DS versions. We rarely see any media for those, and they're solid titles. You know, they're solid ports. Uh, the DS ones are solid titles on their own. They usually get sevens and eights. Um, but yeah, so Sony did great on the PS3 side, uh, although personally not that much for me. Uh, there wasn't much much for me. But, uh, 
yeah, they really need a PS Vita titles. You know, it's you know we we're in the launch, you know, pretty pretty close to launch windows still. You know, we're only like four or five months out from the PS uh, Vita's original launch here, and then I think five or six in in Japan. But you know, we're we're hitting this time period. This is really the time that you start like laying out you know, what people are going to want for the system in the future, you know, what are we going to offer you, so by the end of our, you know, the PS Vita's first year on the market, you can look at the library and say, there are some quality titles that I want, and that's not to say that the launch doesn't have quality titles, but to have, you know, the same, you know, Uncharted as, you know, the big selling point of the system a year out, that's not so great, and like I said, Assassin's Creed uh, Liberation I'm concerned for it, uh, but we'll have to uh, wait to see closer to release date, um, you know, what goes on with it. Uh, but it, it's good that they have at least, you know, a big franchise name like Assassin's Creed coming to the system. But yeah, they really need more PS Vita software, in my opinion. Uh, they they needed to sell that system, and they didn't do anything to sell that system on the show floor. So I'm hoping for Tokyo Game Shell, but then once you get in that area, it's very much a focus on the Japanese market, which is important. But you know, Western, you know, the Western guys, uh, Western markets where the video game markets at these days, and. It, it really needs to happen that, you know, we get some great Western software. You know, I'm I'm a little concerned. I didn't hear anything about Bioshock Vita at the show, or at the uh, E3, but at the same time, you know, we, we, we didn't hear anything about Bioshock Infinite either, so that might be kind of a given, uh, but yeah, I'm scared that's gonna, titles like, you know, those, those logo kind of games just aren't gonna show up you know, from the original announcement, although Call of Duty is supposedly coming. Um, so yeah, that's Sony best, second best conference of the show, first best, you know, console presentation person. Why is it the first best? You know, Nintendo unveiling a Wii U system, you'd imagine that would be a big deal? Well, you probably already know, because you're probably just listening to this from my opinion. I don't want to sit here and just recap the conferences for you, but I'm going to tell you why I didn't like Nintendo's conference pretty much at all. So Nintendo, oh, 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 Nintendo, how do you do wrong so hard? Uh, it, it blows my mind that they had this pre-E3 conference, and for the reason of, we're going to focus on games when we get to the show floor, and they get to the show floor, and that's like the last thing of their focus. There were games there, but it was really just... Okay, they opened up with Pikmin HD, obviously. I, I understand it's a big deal for most people. Problem for me, it's nearly a decade old. Uh, you know, we haven't seen an entry in nearly a decade. You know, we look at that game, and sure, it's in HD. You know, everything looks pretty and stuff, whatever. You know, at the end of the day, graphics don't matter to, uh, to you know, polishing things up. And, you know, we look at it, it's just... It's, it looks like the same game. Um, you know, there's Rock Pikmin, that's like, oh, now they're having throw it at things. It's just, the the most interesting aspect is the ability to have four leaders on the map at once. At least that's how they sounded like they were saying that. But then the only thing they showed was one guy throwing another one to get to a hard-to-reach place. And that's not, that's, 
yeah, it's an example, but I really wanted to see something like how do we use this tactically, you know, to make sense, uh, rather than just, you know, you know, can you give them orders to do stuff? Are they just sitting there kind of like thing? Uh, they just didn't say anything about it, at least on at the, the stage. I, I don't think I heard any other info about that regarding e, at E3. But Pikmin, th Pikmin 3 looks like Pikmin, and that's it. Uh, it, it wasn't surprising to me. Uh, I know a lot of people are excited. I'm not. You know, that's that's a low point of the show for me. No, it's not a low point, but it was it was one of the the mo one of the disappointing things about the game. You know, decade old franchise. You know, make it look better, uh, or not make it don't make it look better, but like make it evolve it somehow. Evolve it. You know, you look at Ubisoft; they're evolving their franchises. You know, you look at Assassin's Creed Three, look at Splinter Cell; they're evolving it. You know, it's 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 Nintendo's God of War, like I just said with you know Sony. You know, it's the same game. I don't feel like I have to watch that demo. You know, the only reason I had to feel like I'd watch the demo was because it was really the first look we got at, uh, you know, we, uh, we H or we, we U graphics outside of Raymond Legends, which are two drastically different styles. So it was very much made sense to look at it. Cause one's 2D and one's 3D. That was really the only reason I looked. And then it, it looks, it looks like Pikmin. Um, okay. Uh, enough of that. While I, oh, well, I guess we're still kind of on the Pikmin run because then they, uh, they didn't show this off during the show, but later they showed off P100, uh, which was a new IP from them in Platinum. It, something about it's not connecting with me. Uh, it looks like, one, it looks like Pikmin uh, <laughs> from the uh, style of perspective and stuff like that. But it's very much an action game where Pikmin, I don't think, I don't think you'd call it an action game. Uh, but yeah, P100, you know, you go melee attack things. Uh, and it, it looks all right. Uh, and it looks like one of those games that I'd really get into, but I just didn't, it just didn't really click with me. Um, so, yeah, I'm not really sure how I felt about that. It was on the show floor, I saw some stuff, looked cool. Um, uh, they also had Game and Wario, which they didn't show off during the show, but it looks like, um, basically WarioWare. Uh, on the Wii U, except for not really WarioWare. It has it, on the show floor. They had extensive mini games rather than just you know these little short, short pieces of mini games. Uh, uh, and so both P100 and Game and, and Wario were at the were on the stage, which were baffling considering pretty much outside of that, the only thing Nintendo had was New Super Mario Brothers U, which is in my opinion the exact same argument as Pikmin 3. That series isn't going anywhere. You know that not it doesn't even benefit from the HD graphics. I mean, yeah, it's it's slightly better, but you know, you could I think at a distance, if you look at Mar Super Mario, New Super Mario's Wii, and uh, New Super Mario Brothers Wii or Super Mario Brothers U, without without a comparison, look just at a distance, they would look near identical, if not you know, if not the same. The mo the biggest difference is that the background has more populated visuals and. That just, yeah, it's just, that's not selling me on anything. Um, I know a lot of people, like with Pikmin, a lot of people are really excited for it. Have fun. It's going to be a great game. I I don't have any intentions of purchasing it. Um, and then Nintendo Land. I was, a lot of people were down on Nintendo Land. And 
I I didn't feel so down. It's a mini game collection, and I think it's interesting that instead of going the Wii Sports route, they they brought in their own franchises to make it you know make sense. You know they have like the Zelda Battle Quest one. They have the Luigi's Mansion mini game. It almost looks like a pack versus mini game over a Luigi's Mansion video game. Uh, they have they have. I forgot how many games, but it's a pretty extensive number, and they all look interesting. So, so I don't get, I I, I get why people are down on it. I just don't think that it looks that bad. Uh, it is it is an interesting title. I think it would work best as a pack in, but you know, at least making an option as a pack in maybe I don't know. They they made it sound like that was the the, the title they wanted to showcase the Wii U, and I think it was very important you know, to get that in there. I think that's why the Wii sold so well, is that, you know, you had the Wii, you had Wii Sports software in the package. Everyone would would see in Wii Sports what the controller did, and, uh, you know, with that, if as long as Nintendo proved uh, what their, you know, goal is with the controller, then that would work out. Um, then they showed Arkham City, I don't know why. It's, you know, months old game now. Uh, it, it didn't need to be on the show floor. It didn't need a demonstration. Showed in a in a montage reel, sure, whatever. Um, they had a zombie U trailer, but didn't talk about it. It was retarded. I don't get it. It's like this is the most one of their most interesting games. You know, it, yeah, it looks generic. But if you get on stage and explain it rather than sit there and talk about Batman Arkham Arkham uh City, then you, I think you would have instantly gotten so many more people that have looked at it and say, wow, this is a quality, not, not quality, but this is an interesting piece of software on that, on launch day, will not so much show you what's, inter what's unique about the Wii U in terms of functionality, but it will show you, you know, that they have unique content on the system and that, you know, you have companies like Ubisoft uh, pursuing this kind of unique content on their, their platform and that they have confidence in the Wii U. Um, Lego City Undercover, I thought was interesting. Um, it looks like Grand Theft Auto but with Legos, and and I like the uh, the bits of dialogue we heard in the uh, story. I'm all, I'm big into like like really just cheesy, cheesily written dialogue, and so that's what they they seem like they had. So it looked cool. Uh, I I don't think there's anything too bad about it. I thought the uh, showing a trailer for it on stage was fine. Some people didn't want to see it, but I thought it was fine on stage. And I think one of the things that really what Nintendo was going for was that it wanted to cover all audiences a little bit, uh, you know, with Wii Fit U, um, and then with, you know, stuff like New Super Mario Brothers Wii, or New Super Mario Brothers U and Pikmin 3 for their hardcore Nintendo fans. And then the, they they say the multi-platform stuff for the, the core gamer. I say, well... You can show future content, but don't show Batman. That just makes your system look bad. Um, you know, just just saying this piece of software from months ago is, you know, spearheading your your uh, third-party efforts just looks poor. I think, you know, I think so many other games could have fit better in there, and I think even better Zombie, we, or Zombie U would have fit best there because that's a game I think you can look at and I think I think you could tell anyone and not tell them what platform it is on and they would think it would be like a 360 or a PS3 title and it would be fine, you know? And That's not to say people go out of their way to not say uh, not get Nintendo software on a Nintendo platform but I'm saying that, you know, if you want an experience that, you know, 
you can find on other platforms, I think you could explain that one, and people would say, yeah, I can see that on 360, yeah, I can see that on PS3, and like, well, it's on the Wii U, and like, oh, so they have software like this uh, on my platform, and I just think on, from that perspective, they didn't do a, a very good job, but I think they did a good job on, you know, convincing the hard, hardcore Nintendo fans that I used to be a part of, but I'm not so much anymore, uh, to getting their system, even if they wanted more, but, you know, they, they got Mario and they got Pikmin, you know, and for the typical Nintendo fan that buys straight first-party software and ignores other platforms, that's gonna be good for them, um, and, you know, Nintendo Land's gonna be a big deal for them, although, you know, it, it, you know, going over it, it doesn't sound so bad, but just, just going into it, it's, this was a console reveal, and they didn't really reveal much. Most of the software they showed we already knew about, and then the software that they did show wasn't distinctly unique. Ubisoft has the best Wii U software at E3, or had the best Wii U software at E3, and it's almost embarrassing that Nintendo was so much lower than them, not only in terms of innovation, with or not innovation, but like creating new or improved experiences, but... um. It just it just looked lazy to be honest with with uh, New Super Mario Brothers U you know as a launch title because as much as I I know that it's a something that'd be difficult you know to uh, follow up I know I know it, it I know they're not easy to produce I'm sure but they're heck a lot easier to produce than a full 3D Mario game I'm sure and so it looks kind of lazy to do but at the same time it's launched so they want to get some software out there um so yeah that was my I guess my E3 impressions there's some 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 third party stuff I saw Resident Evil 6 I'm not digging it from what I saw uh, there was an interesting the only part that I hear is good and I saw that looked good was uh the part with Leon Kennedy, and even that, in my opinion, had remnants of Resident Evil 4 in it, but didn't look exactly, not, I don't want to say exactly like it, but had, had remnants of Resident Evil 4, but then very much had Resident Evil 5 elements in it, and I don't, I don't like any of those Resident Evil 5 elements, so props to them to not just, you know, going back to what they had before, but not, not in a direction I'm thinking is very interesting. Uh... So yeah, I think that's that's really it. E three, I'd say overall was an average show, uh, if not slightly below average. I I think it's a hard show to come come away impressed, but I think you'd be hard pressed to also walk away and say there was nothing there. Um, you know, there's some great Ubisoft alone had some great content. Uh, Ubisoft really was the the pioneer of everything. They showed off. You know, they wanted you to look at. Uh, great, you know, 360 and PS3 content. They had tons of, uh, not tons, they had a, a couple free-to-play games on stage. Uh, they had fantastic Wii, did I say Wii U already? Or did they say PS3? I don't remember. They had fantastic Wii U content, though. And that's, that, yeah, blows out of the water. So, E3 overall, eh, but Ubisoft did what they can to save it. So, hopefully next year we'll continue the trend of Ubisoft being good, but, uh, not the rest of the show. Hopefully, next year. You know, we're going to probably be seeing next-gen consoles, so it's going to be hard to be disappointed. But that being said, Nintendo easily disappointed showing off the Wii U, so who knows what might happen. So, yeah, we're, again, this is 
these are the longer episodes because it's E3. Um, so, you know, after this, we'll, we'll return back to a, a short format, 10-minute show. Um, but I was going to talk about some uh, things I have been playing during E3 week. Uh, um... Oh, so I actually I got a new computer computer finally, um, and so thank you my my papa who purchased a computer for me and so far it's it's been pretty good. Uh, I haven't really got to test to see you know what it can handle. It can play Portal because I just played through Portal, uh, and you know the Source Engine, so I know that. And then um, I'm gonna be trying to do some some stress test stuff with it to see you know, what I can or can't do so I don't end up buying, you know, some PC games and be like, oh, can't play this, and it just sits on my shelf forever. But, uh, so I played Portal, and honestly, this is, might be one of those things where it's because I didn't play it at the time of release, but I was relatively underwhelmed uh, by the, the test chambers uh, part of the game. Uh, and I really did like the part where you actually go behind uh, Aperture Science you start seeing like the inner workings of Aperture Science so that was really cool but that's uh, probably about 50% of the game but considering the game's only about 2 hours 2-3 hours that's you know an hour an hour 30 minutes of the content there um, and I I didn't like GLaDOS um, it, I, didn't, I didn't dislike GLaDOS but I didn't find her very funny like a lot of people do um she was alright. Uh, I got annoyed with her in the last boss fight, though, because she was... Talks, like, it's like, she talks, and, like, when you knock pieces off of her, they talk. And then there's these other sound effects going, and it was driving me crazy. Um, and so I beat the game, and it was fun. I really liked the game. Uh, and I, I've had it for a while, just sitting on my computer, that I just couldn't play it. Um, so that was cool. I played some Team Fortress 2, just, just because it's free to play. Um... So that was fun. I don't really have anything to say about that. I mean, I'm more of a, a, a Quake-style uh, multiplayer gamer in terms of shooters. In terms of my preference, I like that fast-paced nature. And Team Fortress 2 is very a very different pacing. It's, it, Team Fortress 2 plays very different from most shooters, in my opinion, uh, in terms of gameplay. And then, uh, this outside of PC... Uh, I played Anarchy Reigns, uh, the demo for because the Japanese demo, because the U.S. release has been indefinitely delayed by Sega, and we don't know if we're going to see it. So I downloaded the demo, which is called Max Anarchy there, and the single player is all right. Played through the uh, the single player demo, you know, worked my way through because it's in Japanese, and and you know, I was like, okay, that that was fun. Um, it, you know, it was a beat 'em up. Uh. Had some some pretty interesting uh, cinematics, but you know I can't understand them. And had some interesting elements to it, and it, it very much reminded me of God Hand, but simplified. But what really blew me away was the multiplayer. Um, essentially, you just get well. The the demo has two modes. They have a team mode, which in my opinion is not so great. Uh, you have four versus four, and you just basically try to kill each other, and then like special events happen within the stage. I don't know if those special events are specific to stages or modes, um, because then they have the other stage, which is a different stage, but that's for the free-for-all mode, which is four people basically thrown on this small level to kill each other. 
And it's really that that's the fun mode. It's really hectic. It basically plays like God Hand and it's almost kind of awkward at the same time cuz the camera doesn't really work well and like there's these there's weird rules within the game you have to figure out like when people are invulnerable, when they aren't. Um, you know how you can juggle people. You know, it's easy to go and steal kills and you know, you think about stealing kills in other games but like other things like shooters but in this game you have a pretty significant HP bar you gotta whittle down on people and uh, it's pretty funny when someone comes in and just t takes when you when you go in and take someone's kill when you take when someone takes your kill it's not so funny but it's an interesting element you know you always have to keep your eyes on who uh, is low on health but with the, the game doesn't have a very good camera at all so it was a really cool demo and I recommend anyone go try it out um, so yeah and so that's that's all I've really been playing in the last few days. It's actually a pretty, pretty decent amount of stuff that I've been playing. Uh, although I guess I didn't play them that long. I played probably each one about a couple hours at most. So that's probably like six hours of gaming and and about a, uh, I guess like a four or five day period. So that's not that's not too bad. I guess. I mean, it's, it's I, it could be better, but yeah. Um, I've been I was a little busy, so you know, following all the E three stuff and then setting this laptop up and everything so uh we're at a 40 minute for about 40 minute mark so uh so we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up again we're gonna return to the 10 15 minute podcast uh function of the pressed ones and hopefully i can keep keep things going uh hopefully there'll be some video content from me soon now that i have a new computer i can actually edit things <laughs> i don't know if uh this show will be affected by that at all i don't know if i want to add any footage i'll probably add footage this week simply for my my ending song which i'm going to uh put in the the trailer for zombie U. the uh it's just the concept trailer but the uh the music in it is god saved the queen and i really dug the music and during that period of time that I I wasn't interested in the game, I really liked the trailer just for the music. So, uh, yeah, I hope you enjoy, and uh, happy, or I hope you had a good E3 time, and we'll, we'll have some fun, and we'll see what happens in the future with me, myself, and I. Because that's I'm the I'm the only person on this show, so yeah, uh, yeah. So talk to you later. Bye. <laughs>